2: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk
1: Radio Network, its staff and management.
2: Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee.
1: Welcome to Mighty Gems. And today we are working with uh, Lynn Sherell, our guest host. And we're actually um, starting off with our new um, approach on from a Mighty Gem perspective. It's called The Powerful Nuggets of True Happiness. And so we'll be exploring the the true nuggets that um, really actually lay down a a foundation that that you can operate with within yourself and outside of yourself and look for um, around you so that you can be looking to actually develop true happiness because sometimes it feels very elusive. And with our focus on being empowered most of us are a bit more awake than we used to be and we're really starting to look outside of ourselves and in in doing so we're still looking for a balance you know a lot of these words are ones that we repeat but they're also very elusive sometimes and as we um, look today at meditation that's really a um, grounding um, operation that Um, gets you balanced with a lot of different aspects with your mind and your body and connected to a lot of um, potential um, experience with um, other connections around you like nature Um, you can really um, have a lot of powerful tools that are around Um, some of the modalities have to do with yoga, feng shui, reiki and interestingly um, peter mcwilliams said some people think that meditation takes time away from physical accomplishment taken to extremes of course that's true most people however find that meditation creates actually more time than it takes so lynn i know you have uh, quite an experience with um, one of the focuses you know your mastery of um... feng shui and um, can you explain a little bit about um, some of the aspects as a foundational tool that that um, helps to support um, a more traditional or um, better, you know, balanced meditation um, aspect for somebody?
0: Yeah. Well, there's so much to what you've already shared. I mean, one of the things that occurred to me when you were saying it is that, you know, sometimes we don't pay attention to the words. And that's true. And I think the reason for that is that because... Um, you know, we're human and we tend to filter out the familiar. And so if we hear something over and over, Oh, you should be more balanced. Oh, it would be better if you were happy. Like they're just words. We no longer have a relationship with them because they're so familiar. And we hear them over and over and we ascribe the meaning that we think we have to it. And then that's it. Like we don't go deeper. We don't consider what that actually means or how to incorporate that in our lives. And one of the things that for me was a game changer was gosh, years ago now, um, almost 20 years ago, I discovered feng shui. Um, Now, people might think, well, what does meditation have to do with feng shui and vice versa? Well, feng shui affects everything in your life. And for the purposes of this conversation, being focused on meditation, I would invite you to think about what it would be like to try to sit and be calm and reflect on the state of your life, if you were sitting in, you know, a bombed out room in, you know, some house that's about to be knocked down. You know, that's, it's hard to be centered when you're in a chaotic environment. So, feng shui is, uh, it literally means wind and water. It's Chinese for wind and water, which are the only two elements we cannot live without. So, it's, Feng shui is so essential to um, as having a quality life that without it. Um You may not know what's wrong with your life, but I would challenge you to think about when's the last time even, I don't know, your bedroom or your office was just crazy and chaotic and how did you feel? And then contrast that with a time when it was actually, you know, cleaned up, put away, everything was organized. It's it's a dramatic difference and that's what allows you to be more in your center. So your your feng shui is really your environment, which is your external body. So what's out there is in here, what's in here is out there. And so when you're trying to um, be in a meditative place, feeling Zen, feeling centered, uh, to do that in, a, in an environment that is not supportive of that, it just takes a lot more to get there, to get to that place.
1: So, you know, from a an outside place, um, if someone is challenged with their inside mindset, how best to quiet, I mean, this is part of the exploration of how does one get to a, I mean, you, you could have a wonderful environment, mm-hmm. but um, what we want to do is have some wonderful environment on the outside, but also some, <laughs> some peace of mind and the, the word peace, you know, pe- the mind is a peace, P-I-E-C-E, as well as looking for peace. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's it's, I think, Um, sometimes it feels like people have a challenge of arriving at a peace of mind not the individual selection but more of just the calming effect and um, I understand there's a uh, couple of new websites that actually focus on calm Um, and um, recently I Uh, ran across a book that had to do with finding calm (laughs) it's like it it's it's such a discovery now to have space outside ourselves but also on the inside arriving at the calm and the calmness inside and i think sometimes we don't even really know what that means Mm -hmm. it's true i think you're
0: right I think you're right. That we don't know. There's a great website that I would invite everybody to check it out. It's do nothing for two minutes.com. Do nothing for the number two, do nothing for number two minutes.com. It's uh, a site where, uh, for just two minutes, you're, you're uh, given the opportunity to just kind of stop and breathe. And, um, (laughs) It's amazing. If you move your mouse, it will say, oops, no, got to go back. You know, so, um, you know, there's all kinds of different ways to set yourself up for success in meditation. And um, next week's show, I believe, is on attunement. That's what this is about. It's about attuning yourself to a place of feeling centered, feeling calm, feeling strong, even in the midst of, you know, the pace of everyday life. And so to get there, there's a lot of different ways to get there. Um, you know, one of them is, you know, to just, uh, you know, to set yourself up if you just do this website for two minutes, you know, it's amazing how long two minutes is. <laughs> so. Yeah. And,
1: and Paul Wilson wrote a book, um, called The Calm Technique, you know, meditation without magic or mysticism. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've read that, but no. I found it was, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a about a uh, hundred and some odd pages, but you know, it's really, um, something that is, you know, from his perspective, he's presenting it as non-related to a religion or any specific um, focus that way. But it's more of just how does one get there, and it's kind of like a roadmap. You know, you have to kind of plan, you know, so that it's it's really doing that planning ahead of time because you're you're going on a discovery of internal and external combinations, so it's, it's really a journey. Um, another interesting quote is from Hugh Jackman, uh, meditation is all about the pursuit of nothingness. It's like the ultimate rest. It's better than the best sleep you've ever had. It's quieting of the mind. It sharpens everything, especially your appreciation of your surroundings. It keeps life fresh, and that is you know i mean there's just so many profound discoveries that other people have made so that it's one of those where it, it might feel like a chance of more discovery that people aren't used to you know it's it's really um getting out of our environment in our approach in a in a way that um we're typically on autopilot and so be, as we're becoming more aware or awake um, you're listening to the empowerment channel so we're actively um, looking at uh, discovery ourselves and working with expression here on ways to um, bring about ways for you to explore more discoveries and Dick Don Hom said if you truly get in touch with a piece of carrot this is I thought another one of those profound <laughs> comments, uh, you get in touch with the soil, the rain, the sunshine, you get in touch with Mother Earth, and eating in such a way, you feel in touch with true life, your roots, and that is meditation. If we chew every morsel of our food in that way, we become grateful, and when you are grateful, you are happy. And so this, this whole new, um, you know, where do you start? You know, it's like the starting of the map of of exploration. You know, it's it's a, such a a value that has um, you're you're not really sure where you're where it's all leading possibly, but it's one of those that um, by having these different tools, these are things that other people have tried and they've been very successful at. And so, what we're exploring is um the toolbox and bringing up suggestions and it might not apply to yourself, but you know they're ones that um utilize it as an idea of possible you know a, approach if if it fits in your your area so from the uh, calm technique um start point um he was talking about um Having a choice of, you know, the environment and that's where the feng shui comes in. You know, that's such an important element. You know, if you have your own area that you feel calm, it could be in the middle of um, Starbucks or it could be in the middle of, you know, an area, a corner of your house or in your yard. But define something that is really a calm area that you can relate to. And as you do that, um, have the environment not just there, but also for yourself, a comfortable chair or a place to sit. And um, keep an eye on, on the time because I think that's where people get concerned too is that, I don't know if that's happened with you, Lynn, but sometimes we get into this point of bliss and it's hard to know what time it is. And it's, um, it's really um, having the opportunity to, to be able to relax and not have it, you know, the clock ticking and you're feeling in stress. But really having that space and um, acknowledging that that is your time to be able to actually calm down. Um, so, again, it's really what is calming? Um, is it, you know, is it a mindset? You know, it's, it's it's very interesting how these different words come up and and different people relate to them so I, I just find it fascinating because there are so many opportunities and discoveries that people have made that um, are, are out there so that it, it gives you a chance to really look through and see well somebody else found this maybe this is this is something that uh, that works and and it probably will require just trying it.
0: Well, yeah, there's so much in what you said. I mean, one of the things that I think it's important to remember is that time is relative. Time is a concept that we humans have assigned to how our day moves. Nature doesn't know about time. You know, animals don't know about time. And, you know, when you're really in the moment, you're truly present, time kind of melts away. At the same time, given the pace of life and some of the responsibilities and commitments we've made, then, yeah, set an alarm. And not an alarm that goes clang, 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 an alarm that just sort of goes ding, 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 you know, just a gentle little, you know. There's even alarm clocks that um, use light to help you wake up. And so, you know, as the the time goes by, you know, if your alarm's been ringing for five minutes or 10 minutes, it just gets brighter and brighter and brighter. And then it's like, it's like the sun is coming up. It's very natural. So time is relative. I think that's one concept. I think another is that it's what you said earlier, that as we wake up and become more conscious and more aware of the world around us, we actually are also becoming uh, more open to stimulation. So now we're we're picking up smaller nuances so there's even more stimulation from the world around us so it really is essential to figure out how to manage that balance within yourself and then the last thing that i it occurred to me is that uh and people don't think about this but your brain is often your most mm, overused fatigued or stressed organ or part of your body because your brain is constantly sorting out all of these inputs not just from your body and all the things you're not even aware of your involuntary stuff but everything in the world around you and all the relationships you're having and all the work you're supposed to be doing it's um you know your brain just needs a break and that's what meditation is about
1: it's well really it's really interesting too how you know a break or a blank <laughs> or a dash Mm -hmm. you know people think of dashes but that's really a break in thought Mm -hmm. and from a a literal perspective um, it's really uh, you know Deepak Chopra said many scientists think that philosophy has no place so for me it's a sad time because the role of reflection contemplation meditation self-inquiry insight intuition imagination creativity free will is in a way not given any importance which is the domain of philosophers so again it's really taking a look at what the the words are and how how are those ones that someone might relate to you know there's some people that think that um meditation might actually um destroy their thoughts (laughs) that they have a total blank in their in their mind and so some of it could just be misconception as to what does meditation do Mm -hmm. uh, when you take this time to breathe for a few minutes and there could be fear in people that um, they actually look at meditation like well if I have a blank mind is there something that's going to come in and take over my mind Uh, Mm -hmm. I've heard that Um, Or, you know, another thing is, well, if
0: I've got 10 minutes, that's 10 minutes, I can get something else done. Sure. You know, that's kind of like, yeah, (laughs) you cannot multitask through meditation. It just, (laughs) that just
1: feels wrong.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Now you can do a walking meditation. I did that with um, Thich Nhat Hanh when I was at his monastery in Deer Park in um, Escondido, California. And I've never walked so slowly in my life. And even that was a race compared to what he, where, you know, it was the most interesting experience to, to walk with a Zen master. It's, uh, I, I actually <laughs> didn't do very well. It was pretty interesting, but everything becomes something to consume in the world around you and to just be with it.
1: Well, and interestingly on walking, uh, Paula Cole said, um, walking is magic, can't recommend it highly enough. I re- read that Plato and Aristotle did much of their brilliant thinking together while ambulating the movement the meditation the health of the blood pumping and the rhythm of footsteps this is a primal way to connect with one's deeper self so i mean that's you know that does that's multitasking
0: oh yeah for (laughs) sure if it was good enough for the masters you know
1: why not us right well and and um it's get out and about and really commune with if you look at it communing with your neighborhood and interestingly if if your neighborhood is full of people out and about then it's and you have an animal there's all kinds of different ways that you can um, find a space there that um, someone's going to come up and ask you about your animal or You'll probably learn all kinds of animals' names that you're running into, but forget who the people are. (laughs) That's what happens to us. And we have two golden doodles we take out for walks, and they're just characters. They're smiling and bouncing, and they have a big glow around them. So they're a big attractor for um, people to be coming up and other animals coming up and saying, hi, (laughs) how are you doing? (laughs) So it's very uh, much a, a social part too so well
0: and animals are a meditation mm-hmm. really just being with an animal you're, you, you become still and they will run your energy with you it's Sure, fascinating. So and,
1: and bring you down to a calm zone because mm-hmm. they um, or at least my animals both my inside cats and the dogs don't like pe- that act- activity where someone is um, stressed they, they go the other way mm-hmm. they don't want to be around
0: well and on that I think we have to go
1: another way for a couple of minutes so
0: (laughs) it's time for a break (laughs) stay tuned we'll be talking meditation
1: be right back
2: live up to your fullest potential this is the Voice America Empowerment Channel Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellecty.com. Be who you are here to be, and remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellecty.com. That's human e n t e l e c h y dot com. Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. We're listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back to Mighty Gems and Today, we're exploring the mighty nugget of meditation, and Lin has been um, a feng shui um, master for, what, 20 years?
0: Almost, yeah. It goes fast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And from the foundational perspective of the gems uh, and meditation and how people have experienced it, do you have any things that you could share or stories that have been very profound that um, would be something to possibly um, just share with our listeners.
0: Well, I have one story. There was a woman who called me and She said, you know, I hear you can really do some stuff, and uh, here's what I've got going. And she was working in a high-powered management position. She was um, frustrated because she was always working. She had hobbies, but she could never pursue them. She was not satisfied with her social life. Um, She was feeling unhealthy and overweight and had a lack of energy And, you know, just felt schlumpy, really. And so when I got to her home, you know, I noticed there were some things from the outside that needed repair. So, you know, and the sidewalk's overgrown and the bushes are everywhere and the blinds are drawn and the broken light at the, you know, um, at the the door. And so I went in and she had tons of overstuffed furniture. Like I walked in and with each step, that I took further inside the house, I could just feel the energy draining out of my body. It was, all you wanted to do was lay down and take a nap, you know? So um, it's really important to just pay attention to um, the type of furniture you have and the furniture density in your space. If you have too much furniture, it's going to just suck you into it. That You can't move. It feels sluggish. Um, at the same time, the converse is also true. So uh, if you think about going into maybe um, a creative person's office, a lot of times they've got lots of color and lots of pop. And usually it's really light colored furniture and glass and chrome and um, very open and all that. Well, energy is really moving fast in that one, you know. So to live in that, doesn't allow your body to actually balance and settle into um, a meditative state because it's so creative. Things are just moving all the time. So you can go from one extreme to the other. And those are two examples of what that means. Um, But something that people can take away right now is to just Check your furniture balance. If you have more than 50% density um, of furniture to space available, that's a lot of furniture. And you want to consider, is the furniture too big? Is it um, in disrepair? Is it old? Do you feel comfortable in it? I've been in um, several homes where there literally was no comfortable place to sit. You know, how can you meditate if there's no, um, if you you have no place to really be comfortable? So that's uh, checking your furniture density, paying attention to how it feels when you walk in the door. Um, Do you feel that it supports you? Do you feel that you're able to um, really show up for yourself? Or are you in just constant distraction running around? Um, doing whatever shows, do uh, you, uh, you have dirty dishes and laundry and projects and whatever, you know, you really want to, and, and you don't have to necessarily do all that stuff on your own, by the way, you can hire people to help you. So, you know, that's another option. It's more important that you take care of yourself, um, whatever that means. And it might mean hiring someone else to help you get to that balanced state in your environment. So um, one of the ways that I encourage people to really assess their environment is to take a little clipboard and literally walk room by room and make notes. This feels good. This does not. That needs repair. That needs to be replaced. Want to give that away. Don't use that. So it gives you an action plan and then you can just work room by room and it's a little checklist for yourself. So it's oh. amazing what can come forward from that.
1: Yeah, and interestingly, in looking at the furniture, like we have this um big couch and it's green, so it it attracts people <laughs> to come in and sit down cuz it's this leather and it's soft and you just it's like you sit in it and you just sink and you float. And people have actually come in and sat on it and fallen asleep. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, and the yin couch, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, woo, where did you go? <laughs> so, it, it's kind of interesting how different uh, furniture can be either uh, helpful or destructive. And, um, you know, and that's part of the calming technique, was explaining to be sure to have something that you can sit in. And you know, wear comfortable clothes and and feel relaxed, so that you can not be thinking. Well, this chair is too uh, wobbly, or this um, I don't want to fall off of it, or fall asleep in it. So um, I think that's part of our figuring out what what is going to calm ourselves. And um, Feng Shui helps. Um, one of the things that I've noticed too is. Uh, in conversation and as I've gotten for myself as I've gotten more awake and uh, more curious and looking at discovering things and in that discovery mode um, with a curiosity if you discover something um, I don't know if this happens to you then but when you discover something my gosh you know now it's it's so um, exciting and I get very excited about you know things when I start thinking about well gosh where has that been all my life or where has (laughs) that been why has it been hidden or why you know because it feels so good for some certain things and so then you get excited and other people you want to share it with other people and you want to you're bubbly and and when you're bubbly and your light bulb goes on um, you're going to get people asking well you know you look different you you've what's going on you know that you what is there something i should know or whatever and so um one of the things that tends to happen sometimes when when we get um empowered <laughs> or we're in a mode that we feel empowered or thinking about uh things in a lot more uh, different directions than we have before or what people are used to. Um, there are things that trigger people to go the other direction once they find out, well, why are why are you so bubbly? Well, um, wow, I just had this great meditation this morning. You know, you might kind of like toss that out because you're so enthusiastic and people are going to look at you if they're not, um, you know, basically maybe they're not awake. and well or they think it's airy-fairy
0: you know a lot of people judge meditation as being airy-fairy or woo-woo or kind of new agey or whatever but it really isn't it's something that we absolutely need and you're right what it does is it gives you that revival revived sense of life so i can appreciate that
1: well and Mm -hmm. interestingly i think it's it's now you know how things sort of stay in the background and then they sort of perk along until someone discovers it you know that's more out (laughs) out there and then all of a sudden it's now all over the place and it becomes even more uh, interesting as people start thinking well I know that you know I knew that you know why is it so new you know why are people acting like it's all brand new information and there's a magazine that um, I just discovered, which is wonderful, it's called A Mindful, Taking Time for What Matters, and it, it's one that's probably been around, it's mindful.org, and the August issue had the most appropriate timing here um, it uh, is an article in here that was written by Dan Harris, Cut the Woo Woo out How to Talk About Meditation Skillfully, And I'm just fascinated because um, Dan Harris is the Mindful Editor-in-Chief, or actually he's ABC News, um, and he was interviewing and talking with uh, Mindful Editor Chief uh, Barry Boyce um, who they were talking about um, what Dan calls the meditation's massive PR problem and uh, how people share um, their experiences, because um, as Barry was explaining in this article for, you know, people, if you're uh, from a era of around the 70s, you know, meditation was kind of in the, the background as a ca- counter. It was in the closet. <laughs> they were in the closet <laughs> mm-hmm. and not really mainstream. And so, people kind of whispered about it and or shared it with their um significant other relationships, and now it's it's kind of um, finding a way out there to be in newspapers and articles. I've seen several other places um, exploring, you know, how does it work and uh, why is it um, significant for people to be even um, thinking or talking about it. And it's getting to a point now where there are a lot of proven um, you know, positive benefits from doing meditation and some of it is just taking some time and you don't have to call it meditation, it's more just time for yourself to actually slow down and so um, with with this kind of focus, you know, it's it's one where um, you know, there's a, a lot of benefit just from having that space of time and for myself i've been starting to do this on more of a regular basis just listening to music you know you can do it however it works but it really shifts the mindset and so um i am a type a person uh, you know personality and for me to have this happening i'm kind of in awe (laughs) that it has shown up to you know i feel like i the days where I don't take the time, I can feel it. And it's one of those where um, by taking the time on a regular basis, I have found my whole day goes so much more organized and, and I'm calm. I feel calm inside. So it, I think that's part of the inside-outside reflective, too, that I've been discovering that I can actually help my day go better by not being in um my type 8 mode of you know multitasking and my thoughts running all over the place but um by taking you know some some and it could be only five minutes um why is five minutes such a challenge for people well two minutes it can be a challenge Yeah. yeah one minute you know,
0: mm-hmm. well, yeah, I think the Dalai Lama or the Buddha, I'm not sure which and I can't believe I'm mixing the two up. But um, <laughs> basically they said, oh, today is going to be super busy. Then let's meditate for an extra hour. You know, it's like <laughs> if it's going to be really busy, uh, take time to meditate extra long. So, you um, know, and, and within that article that um, uh, the the woo woo article from that magazine Mindful, there's mm-hmm. a quote in there that Dan Harris says, he says, meditation has unlocked insights into the nature of being, for me, what it means to be totally in and of the moment. It has revealed my inner essence and the truth of the way things are as they are without the baggage of what isn't or what the lesser self wants it to be. You just come to know what it means to be one with all things in the eternal present moment. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's really it. Um, and there's another quote in there. Um, it may sound cheesy to say you need to rest in the moment right where you are. But it happens to be true. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of the power of meditation in a really um, succinct way.
1: Oh, well, and a fun one, Marianne Williamson, who comes up with these, <laughs> just, you know, they're kind of like, oh, that, that makes sense. Um, she said, just as you wouldn't leave the house with house without taking a shower you shouldn't start the day without at least 10 minutes of sacred practice prayer meditation inspirational reading and it's by different names you know it's pretty much just having an opportunity to slow down and um it's really taking that that opportunity to just put your mind at rest you know Mm -hmm. in a in a calm state calmer than sitting at you know, with all of the computer distractions going on, you know, in that calm location. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's, again, taking a look around and what, what resonates. You mm-hmm. know, things resonate differently. Um, someone else had a quote about going fishing. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. we, everyone needs a science that gone fishing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. how, does, how do you do that?
0: Well, you know, one of the things I think, too, is challenging in that it just occurred to me, it's like, if you go and you start telling people about how you're meditating and how awesome it is, and isn't it great and blah, blah, blah. um, You know, nobody, you know, a zealot appeals to only a very few people like you, you're excited. But other people are like, Oh, God, leave it alone already, because they're just not there. They're not aligned with understanding the power of that um but you know on the other hand if they're like wow you're doing something is it your hair like then you can you know they're going to be more open to it if you say oh I've been meditating you know I'm learning how to you know come from my center they might be intrigued with that you see what I mean the difference there Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
1: and it's also you know one of the benefits I've known for myself too is the reduction of stress and it's a, interesting because um over the last period we've been looking at. Um, the mighty gems of you know different aspects and um, how do we perceive things is a really big uh, factor I mean if if we're down at certain levels we've talked about the different um, levels of perception and uh, if we're at, at a a lower level of perception we can actually have a lot of annoyances going on and we can be frustrated about little things if we raise our perception of those and the opportunity to actually look at a higher a value what is what is it that's really annoying us um, it's amazing how much less stress we have <laughs> well, know, yeah it, it's very interesting
0: also if you increase your your frustration tolerance Uh You know, because things are going to go wrong. So, you know, it's, of course, it's when you're running really late, that's when there's going to be an unusual amount of traffic. So, you know, and when we need to really print out that important document, that's when you run out of ink, whatever it (laughs) is. It's like, so, you know, it's going to happen. You just, that's just part of life. So raising your frustration tolerance allows you to be in a happier, more centered place. Uh So it makes a big difference.
1: And, you know, Eckhart Tolle said, some people awaken spiritually without ever coming into contact with any meditation technique or any mm-hmm. spiritual teaching. They may awaken simply because they can't stand the suffering anymore.
2: <laughs> so there you
1: go. That's, that's pretty However profound. you get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, it has all these different, you know, different names. And it's, it's really, I think, choosing to, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, really uh, acknowledging that that is a time for yourself, and I think that's where we we um, really need to look: is what is valuable time for yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. And with that, we're going to take some valuable time for a sponsored message. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back.
2: Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now, there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back to Mighty Gems. And we're um, exploring, you know, some powerful nuggets here. Very sharp, you know, sparkling. And um, we're very enthusiastic. So, uh, we want to share with you the nugget of meditation. And um, there are different ways to look at meditation and um you had something to share lynn yeah one
0: of the things and uh this comes out of that mindful magazine article from august of 2015 but uh you know once people start meditating a lot of times they want to share what they're doing and 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 the experience and one of the ways one of the glamour don'ts is Mm -hmm. to become the soft and gooey girl you know basically like oh my god you're not meditating you so have to it's only like the most mind-blowingest thing ever i'm not kidding it changes everything waves of inner peace envelope me i'm literally completely zenned out all of the time now as long as i'm not at work or studying or with friends or you know just chilling you know it's like right it's like so there are some words that you know really are gonna just hit people sideways You know, um, goddess mother, interiority, like, what is that? It's not even a word, right? Presencing. It's like, ugh, who wants to make a verb out of being present? It's just, it's just weird. Um, you know, uh, relationality. That's another one. Inner quietude. Um, be here now is actually starting to get a little bit saturated for people. Um, you know, it's, it's hard because there's a new language that's being formed around this new level. Level of consciousness, and so people are trying to find the right way to express it. But at the same time, uh, people who don't understand it will never relate to these words, and it just become it actually repels them. So it's really important to just you know. Um, express your experience but don't get all gooey or or uber profound like oh i am one with the universe or you know <laughs> it just <laughs> you know it's and people who start meditating once they get there they forget Um, potentially, what it's like to actually um, get started, you know, because you have to change your mindset and set up the time and place to do that with yourself or to remember to do it every day or whatever. And um, people who have no relationship with that, they don't know how to do that. When you get started, it's very difficult. Once you become an experienced meditator, (laughs) then, uh, you know, sometimes you forget what it's like to not know how or be able to do that.
1: Well, how people do it is one thing, too, because you can do it anywhere, yeah, I mean, essentially it's like put your headphones on and act like you're listening to something. Well, you're listening to your quiet mind. And mm-hmm. um you can also um you know, one of the thoughts that popped up was when um a lot of the technology and um especially like Twitter and some of these other social media came up with, you know, limits on how, how much information you can share. Um, from a texting or messaging um, perspective you know people got creative and are coming up with these little you know truncated uh, expressions and so I don't know if this is headed that direction so (laughs) if you if you thought about any kind of uh, code words or whatever, that might be interesting from an expression perspective. It's not technology, but you, you know, oh, I've been doing this or my mind is off there or something. You know, it's one of those where that could happen. And yeah. Things. Well, it's about concrete terms. Like, people who
0: don't understand meditation, they're not going to get it if you get into too woo-woo or, you know, too new language. Like, you have to be where they are to meet them in their current frame of reference. And when you say something like, you know, I choose to take time to focus my mind on um and and clear out clutter distraction and just take time for myself for 10 minutes a day Mm -hmm. that's very different than saying oh it's like really cool to zen out and you know be in the zone and whatever it's like they and I'm you know I'm kind of using a different dialect to express that be more in contrast but really it's you know it's so easy to get excited and want to share your enthusiasm but with some with a new concept quote unquote even though we've been doing this for thousands of years but um you know it doesn't take a lot to put people off so yeah, this
1: is totally voluntary
2: i mm-hmm. mean it's
1: one of those where you can't demand somebody do it but and mm-hmm. they could resist it by running the other direction especially mm-hmm. if if you're overpowering people and you think you've got this newest whiz um, whatever that everyone has to be doing um, mm-hmm. that becomes the other direction and is not a good social presentation and it really turns people off from even even wanting to discover it because they're going well I don't want to become like that yeah, I mean, it's the it,
0: opposite of what you're trying to help ha- make happen. Yeah, it's you know? it's yeah. um
1: you know this this uh, magazine also has um a section which I think is very valuable because this again is one of those new new top topics that people are going to get very excited and and want to have everybody doing. It's it's really um saying seven tips for talking about meditation without being annoying and one of them says lots of people have picked up the truly crazy idea that meditation somehow vacuums out, vacuums out your head and makes you into a brainless zombie and that could actually be an a, uh, introduction <laughs> and maybe that has a, an attraction to certain people too because I know that um, sometimes zombies are focus. It's a
0: trend now. (laughs) It's a a
1: trend so it's it's really um, the other part too is the recommending not uh, putting this um, required timing on your to-do list because if you put one more thing on your to-do list you know you might actually get overstressed because this is definitely not trying to be a, a stress building exercise it's more like to de-stress de- so it's well, yeah, one of those they're
0: already full, right they're already going to the exercise with- at the gym they're already doing self-improvement they're already reading you know a self-help book they're already watching documentaries whatever like to do one more thing just feels you know burdensome yeah
1: and and you know, and and when people think about someone coming up to them with, you know, their finger going, you're so stressed, you need to be doing this, <laughs> right. then they're going, I don't, I can't. You know, they're going to run the other direction and not even listen. So, it becomes one of those where someone that's very excited wants someone to listen. So, they could actually become overbearing and put it in another situation that's totally <laughs> the other direction. So… Um it's uh, one of the uh, co- other comments was there was a great New Yorker cartoon where a woman tells her lunch companion I've only been gluten free for a week but I'm already really annoying <laughs> <laughs> so it it can be perceived as preaching you know and and it's anything that you're preaching about that's really going to become very difficult for someone to listen closely you know and they might listen for the first moment just to try to sort out what it is this this comment is concerning but um, it gives a bad taste in the mouth of going forward when um, someone over uses something and that also becomes the the nattering voice in the head you know where you've got this you know self-talk going on you might be in the negative mode and this could get added to that same um, level of discovery (laughs) which would be too bad because there's really a lot of um, positive benefits to it if it's handled correctly
0: Well, totally. And if people know that their thoughts are actually pretty normal, you know, because we all have that internal critic that can be really overactive and point out all of our flaws and what we're not doing right and how it's, you know, how we could be doing better and all that kind of stuff. Um, You know, meditation is a way to actually disarm that critic so that it no longer has that same effect, which is, you know, having the inner critic or whatever you want to call it. Some people call it the ego voice or um, when you. You have that internal judger um, you know always at you it's kind of like trying to run a race while being beaten you know sure it's like you just can't make progress so meditation is going to help you de-escalate that So, you know, as you're sharing with other people, if you're just honest about what it's done for you and allows you to just um, be real with it instead of putting it uh, or yourself on some sort of pedestal because you're doing it, that's really a key to being able to share it effectively with other people in a way they're going to be able to hear it.
1: And some of it's by just example. You Mm -hmm. know, you don't have to talk about it. You know, if, if you're a calm, if typically, like for myself, I'm a type A personality, have been all my life. And... I'm a different person now um Mm -hmm. it's interesting because some people that I've known previously are asking me well are you feeling okay (laughs) 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 you this or that you know I'm, uh, I'm so much more serene within myself as I've been discovering my internal um you know wherewithal in meditation and um perception wise I'm in a higher level um It's very interesting because that non-verbiage actually is more powerful because Mm -hmm. the person that you're relating to is trying to figure out, well, how do I relate to this person that I've known? And they're not relating in the way I expect. So they're going to start inquiring as to what's going on because they're not sure how to relate to you. And that's an opportunity just in that calm process, not in this over-exuberance to be able to explain, well, this is what I've been you know, trying out. Uh, this has been working very interesting for myself. I'm not overbearing for people. And uh, Thich Nhat Hanh had another one here where he said, when you look at the sun during your walking meditation, the mindfulness of the body helps you to see that the sun is in you. Without the sun there is no life at all and suddenly you get in touch with the sun in a different way. So it's, it's really um, utilizing whatever modus um, is of choice and for yourself making that decision and discovery and then working within that um, exuberance or whatever, having it relate so that it becomes part of the authentic you.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's really what it's all about. Is that when you the more you make it a part of you, the more natural it is, and the more that people will um, just experience it. And um, you know, it's kind of like the guy that has the big beer belly walking down the street, and he's got the T-shirt that says "I'm a stud." He has to tell you because otherwise, you wouldn't know. It's like that. You know, mm-hmm. if you're oversharing in a way where you have to tell people how zen you are because you're so zen, you know, it just it doesn't work. But if you just are who you are, and it's a natural part of. Um, how you're becoming more self aware and an experience of self discovery, it can change the world.
1: Well, and it changes your world, which, you know, from a ripple effect, part of our uh, mission with Mighty Gems is we're each a mighty gem. And as we mm-hmm. are acknowledging the gems that we are and learning how we operate and can operate in our world, you know we're we're really here to grow and we we make our own personal dis- decisions and discoveries and as we look at this in a reflection you know we're going to be looking at creating a reflection that's truly around us and it can't but help ripple from yourself if you've got your authentic self happening with uh, more consistency and discovery, you're going to be rippling your your positive smile, your energy is going to be more um, pure purely there all in more consistency. That's definitely going to have a ripple effect that's going to ripple throughout your your um, contacts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the value of um, what we've been discussing too, is that we're a sparkling, gem each of us and as we focus on this and you know it, it obviously has a perceived value but it's really looking at ourselves as special jewels that we are reflecting from inside outside and more on the outside and as buddhas keep saying to us as we discover this <laughs> the trouble is you think you have time and unfortunately uh time has its own uh, tick-tock you know and uh, going forward um, it has a lot of things that have uh, that we keep wanting to do but it's really good to t- acknowledge that you know, you probably want to start the journey now well and you exist
0: beyond that that place of time mm-hmm. you exist beyond time so to connect in with that just gives a whole different quality and meaning to your life
1: definitely and in uh, looking at this um, our time is about up and we want to also um, acknowledge that you know we're um, we're on meditation value here <laughs> it's been a great great discussion and we look forward to um, sharing more discoveries um, so as we're looking forward um, join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, and have a great weekend.
2: Thank you for joining Dee Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.